Welcome to episode three of this three-part series, promoting UCC's largest postgraduate event, the PG Expo, taking place on January 26th at 3pm in The Hub. In this episode, we sit down with the PG Expo Roundtable co-hosts, Neve Guyrie, Erin Dixon and Chris Warren, who give us an insight into life as a postgraduate student in UCC. My name is Aaron Dixon. I'm a PhD student in the School of Chemistry and Tyndall National Institute. So I'm a third year PhD student. I've did my undergrad here. I've been in UCC since 2014. Did a research master's in 2018, starting 2018, yeah. And now moved on to the PhD as of 2020. Hi, my name is Neve Gairi. I'm a first year PhD student in the UCC School of Law. I just started in October, so I'm still quite new to um, PhD life, I suppose. But I've been in UCC a long time as well. Uh, I started in 2016, so this is my sixth year in UCC, doing my undergrad in microbiology and then a master's in environmental law. Took a year after my master's to work, and I was doing a couple of different projects in UCC as well. And now I'm back for another uh, stint in PhD. Uh, my name is Chris Morn. I'm in the fourth and hopefully final year of my PhD in the Department of Management and Marketing in Cork University Business School. Uh, I'm focusing on sustainable food consumption and, and social marketing, so behaviour change, and the psychological side of that is quite interesting. Uh, I did my undergraduate here in UCC between 2011 and 2015, which makes me feel quite old, I must say, <laughs> and spent a few years uh, away, uh, so I got some life experience um, and professional experience abroad, and came back and did uh, a master's in cooperatives, agri-food and sustainable development uh, in 2018 until 2019, and then that essentially served as the, the launch pad, shall we say, for the PhD, which I started in 2019 and will hopefully be finishing this year, the end of 2023. In each of your own words, what is the PG Expo? Essentially, it's just bringing people together to share experiences, I think. So myself, Chris and Aaron are going to be the co-host for the, the Expo. And basically, we're going to be talking to different postgrads from across different schools and disciplines in UCC, asking for their experiences so far, maybe the good, the bad, the reality of postgrad life because I think for me anyway I wanted to know it all before I started I wanted to know you know the best things that could happen the challenges as well because I wanted the full picture um, but basically just sharing that knowledge and then asking I suppose people have the opportunity then to ask questions and then they can evaluate maybe from that would a postgrad suit them and then they can I know personally myself you know we didn't have this starting when I started my PhD um, or before I started PhD, we didn't have this expo. And seeing it last year, which was in, which was online, it was an amazing experience to see, especially now with the PG Expo that we have now. It's expanded a lot more. It's in person. You can come and see us. Uh, we have the p current postgrads coming to talk, but we also have alumni coming to talk, so people who have finished a postgrad. Uh, you can see how far they've come in their career, um, whether they've gone into research, into industry, or and uh, whether or not they're still in UCC as well. To build on that as well, I, I find from my own experience, whether it be considering a master's or a PhD or other postgraduate courses, I think the more people we speak to, the more different perspectives we can get. And it, it can be quite a, a big decision, whether it be a master's or a PhD, it's quite a big commitment of both time and often money as well. And 
I think the more people we speak to, the more different perspectives we can get. And I think nobody can give us the, the right or a simple answer. Nobody can say, um, Niamh, I think you should absolutely do a PhD. Here's why, why, why. I think it has to be our own decision. So I think it's more a matter of us trying to get as many perspectives as we can from different people. And I think a great thing about the Expo is that we have, for example, current PhD or current master's students who will be there to be able to offer their own perspectives on the before, the during and the after. And there'll be other individuals from around UCC, like I know Etna Hunt, for example, who does the um, Healthy Habits for University Life course will be there as well, and um, which is something I may not have thought about as much before the PhD, but bef now coming towards the end of it, I think it was something I would definitely recommend for um, students to, to consider that if you are going for a master's or a PhD, how do you think you will manage the whole experience, whether it be how to carry out the research and how to look after your own physical and mental health. So I think having that, that breadth of different perspectives from different people, both based in UCC at the moment, and the staff, that then also students who have been, been through it or are currently going through it, can be very, very rich. That's perfect. Now, you've all kind of already touched on this a little bit, but I do want to ask, um, what do you think students can expect from the Expo? I, I think there'll be a good mix of both structure and then a bit of flexibility, like you've structured in that you have different talks on perhaps at different times of specific topics and different people giving those different talks or those different events. But then within those events, you have the freedom to perhaps receive and listen to what people are saying, but then also ask any questions that you might have. So I think there's a bit of, it's quite comprehensive in, in that regard, um, in both listening to what other people have to say and then perhaps having food for thought about questions you might, might want to ask on the day. Um, you could also come up to people ourselves, for example, at, at the PG round table and ask any questions they might have that they might not have had in, in, in advance. Um, and then also maybe to meet other, meet other people who are in the same the same boat. Sometimes the most rich interactions can be people who are in the same the same boat wondering, what am I doing here or what kind of a master's do I want to go for? So I think that can be reassuring as well that you're not, not the only one wondering, uh, where do I want to go next? Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. You're going to get that insight from different people's experiences. It's going to be flexible. It's also informal. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's just going to be like this. It's just going to be us talking and sharing our own stories and our experiences so far. And I found when I was doing, say, before starting my master's and my PhD, I wanted to talk to different lecturers and different students, not necessarily because I'm based in law school. So I wasn't necessarily just talking to law students. I have friends doing physics, PhDs, and um, obviously I come from a science background, so I had insights into those different aspects of PhD life too. But I just wanted to get the insights and the opinions. And obviously it's all very individual, you know, your own project and your own experiences. But it's nice to get those different parts of the story and then see how maybe that could apply to your own, your life or your postgrad. Um, Equipping yourself with as much information as possible was my tactic anyway before starting postgrad. So, I guess information sharing is going to be a huge part of the, the expo next week. Yeah, I, I wish I did what Neve did because I kind of I rushed into my into my masters and into the PhD um, as a way to get out of my undergrad. Um, I I was going to be a school teacher, a science teacher. It was it was a good career, but it wasn't for me. So I jumped into a masters and PhD in order to sidestep back into research, which I enjoyed. But very quickly, it was a case of, oh, this is going to be a long road that had um, a lot of obstacles and hurdles. And at the time, 
in UCC, they didn't have an area for you to find out all the information you needed to know before you jumped in. Uh, and I learned it along the way. So putting that all together in one expo so someone can really know what's coming ahead is, is key um, because there are going to be a lot of um, issues that arise from PhD. You can have good days, bad days, and having all that told to you beforehand can be uh, wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you're all already in your postgraduate programs. So for you attending this expo, it's not going to be so much about getting the about getting more information because you're already you're already in the situation. But I do want to ask you, what are you all most looking forward to on the day? I'm looking forward to the alumni talk, which are people who have finished the PhD and come in because I have friends who are going to be at the actual conference uh, at the talk talking. Um, and as well as various other people who have graduated and done amazing things. There's going to be some really great people there. Um, it's great to see, after spending so much time in UCC, uh, what you finally get out of it. Um, For me, it's uh, actually just meeting the other people that are coming. So I started my PhD in October, and I work a lot on campus and in the law school, but it's actually very quiet there you know a lot of people working from home and lots of people have families and stuff so they're not in as much so basically i'm just trying to um you know find some phd buddies that i can just like chill with and share the turmoil of you know doing a postgrad um because it's just it's nice i know the people say a lot that it's very isolating to do a phd and i can definitely understand that so it's very important to kind of make those connections um finding friends who share your interests and just to being able to decompress after uh, the stress and working all day is really important, so that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. I think, similar to you, Niamh, I'm looking forward to the overall atmosphere. I think at these events there can be a great buzz because we're all there for a specific reason, uh, the, the core reason being to just provide the, the support and the insights as much as possible to potential students or students who are considering different options. So I think even for myself as a PhD student, when speaking to students or potential students who are considering a PhD or a master's, sometimes you don't realise how much you've actually learned or how the how your experiences have, have impacted you and what you've learned until people actually ask you. So what has it been like for, for you or what would you advise to someone in the first year of their PhD or, or going into a PhD? So I think that can be really refreshing and, and sometimes it can give a new a new lease of life, even for us in, in the middle of the PhD as well, to speak to um, students who are considering a master's or considering a PhD and asking those those big why questions, why should I do this or or how would it be or who will you be working with? So I think it can be refreshing for us, but then it can also be just a, a nice a nice boost and almost a, a reboot for us as well to, to speak to students who are, are really fresh and excited about the, the potential opportunities on the horizon. I, th I think it can be reassuring to speak to different people and realise that there are so many different paths uh, like one of my friends often says we're all paddling our own canoe and I think it does resonate in that even we have three different people around the table here we've all had three different perspectives or different paths so far um, so I think that's that's really really important is that whether we go straight from our undergrad to a master's and then on elsewhere or a master's and a PhD or go away for a few years and come back or take a year out I think it's I'd hope, at least anyway, it's reassuring and um, encouraging for potential students to realise that they aren't um, shutting any doors if they come along to this PG Expo, for example, and realise I'm now ready to go into a master's or maybe I'm not and I would like to wait 
a year and see what happens and see where I'm feeling in another 12 months' time, that, that there are no hard and fast uh, rules or, or deadlines, shall we say, and that they can explore different options. So I think, as you said, Aaron, looking back, there's always things we can we can learn or things we could have changed. Yeah. But I think by, like you mentioned, one of your, your, your lecturers or one of the, the researchers, yeah. I think if we surround ourselves with kind of people that can ask the right questions or perhaps get us thinking, I think inevitably sooner or later we'll write, we'll end up on a path that that we're that we're happy on. Although it might might seem a bit bit foggy and a bit unclear for for oil. Yeah, and and just a point on that as well. Um, there is no age requirement for a PhD. Yeah, there is absolutely no age requirement. We uh, in Tyndall we have uh, loads of PhD students who are of uh, an older generation. Uh, and there's no problem about that. You can come into a PhD whenever you want. If you want to take years out of college, go into industry, work, and then decide, hey, I want to do a PhD, that is totally fine. And there are research opportunities available um, for you. And you can come in and you can do it. And in four years' time, hopefully you'll be a doctor um, at whatever age you want to be. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Or, or with a master's uh, as well, yeah. So I have a couple more questions for you. you. You've already touched on this a little bit, so I might just ask for maybe like one or two reasons um, that you don't think you've mentioned already. Why should students come to the expo? To figure out if a, a postgrad is, is for you. Um, something that, Chris, you actually just mentioned there, that say if you go to the, the event and you realize, actually, I don't want to do a postgrad, that's, that's a good thing to figure out because I think... And career-wise and I suppose studying, finding out what you want, you don't want to do is just as important as figuring out what you 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 do want to do. Um, obviously, we're not trying to, to push anyone away from academia, but it's it's not for everyone, and that's okay too. Um, you don't have to feel pressured to go into a postgrad. If maybe you're not ready for it now, you can work for a while, or maybe you might go off and do something else and never come back to college, and that's okay. There's not one one size fits all it's not for everyone um and that's important to note as well um i suppose another thing is if you do decide that you want to do a phd or, or a master's or any kind of postgrad um the connections you can make at the expo there's going to be a lot of people there um this is how i got my phd was having connections and, and talking to people and then eventually getting into tyndall we're going to have people from uh, tyndall national institute down there as well which mainly deals with people from cefs but it is an amazing um place that i don't think it's uh, noticed a lot by main campus it is not something to you go go into that you realize how big of a place it is so there's going to be a lot of ways to connect there as well as uh, loads of uh, cess connections and i'm assuming for the other uh, schools there's going to be loads of other ways of talking to people and getting to know people and put your foot in the door and and get to know someone who could maybe uh work with you in the future for a postgrad yeah i, I think it's, it's adding on to the points you both made I find coming to these events can make the opportunity more tangible or more concrete or more real. I think sometimes when we are in an, in an undergrad, the thought of a master's or a PhD can seem like this faraway, abstract, future Chris will, will think about that kind of an idea. And I think by coming to these kinds of events and speaking to real human beings face-to-face um, -face about our experiences, I think it can just make it more more real and as you mentioned then Neve, it can really make us think about whether this is actually for us or not because I think it, it can be very useful to look at um, reviews online or, or, or websites 
but I think it is very much speaking to people that we get a real idea uh, about what might be for us and might not not be for us. Yeah. So I think it's it's the face to face contact and and again even the buzz of speaking to other students who might be considering different options as well. It's just a lot of food for thought that whatever uh, happens afterwards, I think I would look at it as a beneficial step forward, whether it's a step towards something in UCC or a step down another direction. I think it's it's beneficial because you're asking questions. Yeah, we, we had the PG Expo last year and it was wonderful, but it was online. This is the first year it's going to be in person and having that actual <laughs> first person, you know, connection mm-hmm. is, a, is, the, is the key, really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking forward to it because it's been a while since we've actually had something mm-hmm. in person. I have in my notes here that uh, Neve and Chris, you're both involved with sustainability. So I might just ask you, um, how does postgraduate research in UCC relate and interact with the sustainable development goals? So my project is actually completely evolving around the sustainable development goals. Uh, If anyone who doesn't know what they are, they're um, a set of 17 goals. Um, Basically, we're trying to achieve them by 2030, and it's going to make our planet a more sustainable and equitable place. Um, they came in in 2015. So my project is looking at the relationship between the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, and international law, how they're interacting with, with each other and what the implications are for that relationship. Um, but I suppose I actually got into environmental law through activism on campus because I was involved with EnviroSoc in my undergrad. And that's kind of what led me down the path. And I don't think I knew what the SDGs were at that point. Um, but it... It interlinks to everything because, say, the climate crisis, the biodiversity crisis, it's linked to social injustice issues, um, you know, the health of our planet, the health of our water and the air we breathe, economic stability, um, people's human rights. It's all interlinked and it can be very complicated, but it is linked to every discipline. Some have stronger links than others, but the links are there. So I guess we're also going to be incorporating that into our questions as well. Um, I also think whenever we talk about the SDGs, it's always important to note that it's not a perfect framework by any means, too. And I think that doesn't, acknowledging that shortcoming and those shortcomings doesn't invalidate it. It just means that it's not perfect. There's no perfect framework for solving such complex issues. But we can kind of identify what's wrong with them and then work from there. I think in relation to the Sustainable Development Goals, from my own research, uh, it corresponds very much to... SDG 12, which is uh, responsible production and, and consumption. And then within that, it's food consumption specifically. Um, and within that, it's, it's the behavioral change aspect and, and the psychology of encouraging people to, to change habits and, and routines um, in relation to their food behaviors, uh, food consumption spe- specifically. Um, so in that regard, my own research, it very much has, has stemmed from an, my own interest in sustainability and, and sustainable consumption. Um, and then in relation to relating uh, overall uh, PG courses to the Sustainable Development Goals. In, in some way or another, almost every postgraduate course is corresponding to uh, one of the SDGs, whether it be under the economic pillar, the social or the, the environmental or, or cultural and, and, and mix of, of all of those. And, and again, it's, it's a part of the conversation we'll be having at the, the PG roundtable. So if people are interested in sustainability or, or, or the SDGs, or perhaps not only interested in what their own career might hold but perhaps the societal contribution that they would like to make but they're perhaps not sure where that might be we'd be delighted to have more discussions and and chats around that as well on on the day
Uh, and speaking of the day itself, so you've mentioned briefly that the PG Expo was online in the past couple of years because of COVID. Was there a postgraduate expo around when you yourselves were looking into different options for postgrad research? I briefly mentioned on it, but I want to ask you again whether that was there for you. And if it wasn't, do you think it would have helped you? And if it was, what did you think of it? What did you make of it? I think it was when I was looking around. I just actually didn't know about it. So that, yeah, I know that's something I missed when I was uh, doing all my research. Research. <laughs> but no, I would definitely would have gone if I had known that it had been, whether it be online because of COVID or in person, because I just think the insights you get from people are so valuable, especially when you're in this early stage of deciding whether or not it would be for you. If there was a PG Expo back in 2018, I did not know about it. If it wasn't there, it, it has been an amazing addition to UCC because, like I said, I just jumped into a PhD, loads of, things, loads of pitfalls. Now we have this expo, which puts a lot of things in perspective it would have been fantastic to have i'm not too sure if there was a pg expo 2015 was when i finished up my undergraduate and it's worth mentioning as well when i finished my undergraduate i had absolutely no intention of ever coming back to ucc cork or potentially even ireland i just wanted to move abroad and and stay there and here we are i've been in ucc the past four years um i i remember there being open days in the devere hall uh for different postgraduate courses uh, which was a good opportunity to speak to people at the different desks for, for the different courses. But I think for my own master's and my own PhD, it was very much informal insights that I got. I, I remember one of my friends sent me a link for the master's I was I ended up doing in the a few months later. But I, I came into UCC here myself and tried to find the names of the people who were looking after the, po- the, the programme I wanted to do and just knocked on their doors. So it was very much informal um, and kind of out of the blue. So there wasn't really that structured opportunity to speak to not only the different staff members, but all sorts of students in these, these programmes. And then with the PhD, likewise, it was um, just word of mouth and asking. I had one friend who was doing a PhD, so I asked him about his insights and then asked him if he knew anybody who would like to chat and then just kind of snowballed from there, shall we say. So I think I would have very much enjoyed going to the PG Expo. Um, at the time, I think I probably missed the boat. It was too late in the year. So I think I very would very much would have enjoyed not only speaking to current staff and students, but also seeing what kind of supports are in place. Um, during the whole master's or, or PhD experience, whether it be clubs and societies, um, or even, again, I, I mentioned it before, the mental and, and physical health aspect, which I find has been the single most important thing I think I've learned from the whole experience. Learning how to research and learning how to work hard is one thing, but learning how not to work and step away so and relax yeah. uh, is often as big a, a challenge. So I think having those kind of supports and the likes of Ekna Hunt and others who will be at the PG Expo, I think it can provide uh, students with that reinsurance and encouragement that if I am really, really struggling with the, the nature of my master's or my PhD, that there are people around me who are qualified and experienced in making my journey as as, uh, as smooth uh, or, or to, to, uh, to, to guide and supervise me along the way. Yeah, to touch on Chris there, um, like the PhD or master's, especially research, it's only done by you. You are the single engine running it, which means if you're not running at full potential, 
the PhD is going to suffer. So taking mental health breaks and taking up on all the opportunities and the support that UCC has is key. Um, when you come to a PhD, it's all laid out to you at the expo. Really think about taking opportunity if you do take a PhD. It might start out nice and fine and smooth at the start, but it's ups and downs and taking those opportunities is, is key. And people are very happy to talk about their, their postgrad journey, I think. Everyone, all the lectures that I spoke to, all the PhD students I talked to before starting my PhD, and even now I'm still talking to um, different students you know it's you're thinking about it all the time your project um so you're just dying to to share it with someone who will actually <laughs> give you their attention and will listen to me, you. Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect thank you very much for coming along today thank you for listening to this episode of the pg expo podcast series join us for the expo on january 26th at 3 p.m in the hub for more information or to learn more about studying a postgraduate degree in ucc please visit www.ucc.ie forward slash postgrad.